0: Okay, this is the leg Z movement. Catch up, catch up. The date today is 4th November. Hello. Yang here. Thank you for joining me as I attempt to find my place in a world where nothing is funny and everyone is offended. Hello everyone and welcome back. Um, Today's episode is a little bit different. It's going to be a casual, unscripted, catch-up kind of session. You know, I'm just trying out a new format where I just kind of speak what comes to mind, generally about what's been going on in my life. And if you're wondering why it's called Catch-up, catch-up, it's because catch-up sounds like catch-up, so I'm calling this catch-up, catch-up because it sounds like catch-up, catch-up. I hope it makes sense. So it's now November of... 2020. And it's been a crazy year for everyone, I think. For me as well. Although I have to admit, I'm a bit more fortunate than most. And for that, I'm very thankful. Over here, we're starting to resume to the new norm. We are starting to eat out a little bit more. Uh, Eat out in public, like I mean. Occasionally, I'll go out with friends just to, you know, catch up or make new friends. But overall, in terms of my lifestyle habits, nothing much has changed. When I'm out running errands, I still go about it the same way I used to in the past. I just go to the shop, take what I need and come back. But overall in everyday life, I just feel like the only minor inconvenience is the whole check-in, check-out thing for contact tracing. Uh, But like I said, it's a minor inconvenience. I don't think it's anything to be complaining about. I feel like people who complain about these little things, they really don't have anything much to do. They're probably bored from the whole quarantine thing. But yeah, in summary, you know, my lifestyle pretty much stays the same. I don't interact much with people. I don't have many friends. I don't go out that often. And uh, when I'm out, I'm also very quick. I just walk very fast, take what I want very fast, and then come home very fast. And then I'm in my happy place again. Speaking of the whole walking fast thing, uh, I was on a date once. Not I was on a date once, but I went on one date. And the first thing that the girl asked me within the first five minutes of this meeting was, Hey, do you always walk so fast? Can you walk a bit slower? I'm very tired. And she was like panting. So I'm not sure if it was the mask or like just uh, me being too physically fit. Obviously, me habitually walking very fast and taking very big steps. That was a very interesting story that I will always remember. I've been working on my third year of school. First semester of third year is done. I took film genre, oil painting and photography. All of them were quite interesting, except the photography one. I met some friends in the film genre class who actually feel like they have brain one, like they will think a bit deeper, they are a bit more introspective, they are a bit more conscious of the world and of themselves. And uh, it's nice meeting people like that. Oil painting was fun. Uh, Everyone was just there to have a good time, to paint, to try something new. And it really didn't matter if our skills were not very there. Like the, the teacher was patient, so that helped. I picked up a new hobby. I started cycling, I think, a couple months back. I think back in September. Yeah, I got my bicycle in September. I started cycling every morning. I prefer the mornings because there's less people. Most people are either too busy getting to work, getting their children to school, or sleeping in. And so it was a win-win for me because I didn't really like to cycle with too many people. I don't like too many people in general. I usually listen to podcasts while I cycle. The peace and quiet in the morning with nobody disturbing me allows me to concentrate and to really listen to the experiences that other people have to share. And it really reminds me that no matter how much you feel like you know about a certain topic, hearing someone else's experience on that topic always gives you new insights and new perspectives. All these podcasts and experiences that people share, they also give me hope about the possibilities that are out there and the unlimited potential of the universe and of myself. It allows me to hang out with people way above my caliber. And with such diverse skills and experiences that without this platform, I may never encounter or know about. You know, I really feel very fortunate to be living in times like these where we have such easy access to other people's lives and information. Making cycling a consistent habit every day has also taught me about the importance of showing up. Some days you're not at your best, and some days you are, and that is completely okay but it's the consistently showing up that really matters in the long haul that really builds your habits and compounds the compounds the good stuff you know back when i was at my first full time job i remember my grandpa's constant encouragement and emphasis of hard work of you know again just showing up and just doing your best at that point of time i only just took on a very minor supervisor role and You know, being young and ignorant, I just brushed it off as him pacifying me. But now looking back, I'm starting to understand it as the universal truth to everything in life. It's something that I try to remind myself of every day, to be patient and to keep putting in the work. One thing I've been thinking about is also how Asians love to clean the house for a visitor. Uh, I'm not sure if it's just within my Asian family or if it's something that's quite common in most Asian households. But I tend to see a trend where Asian parents panic to clean a house when we're expecting a visitor. Like they're so worried about what other people would think when they see their house a little bit messy, a little bit dirty, a little bit dusty. They get so worried about what other people think. I feel like they have it in reverse. Personally, I feel like when you value your own standards of living and you uphold these standards day in and day out, You don't have to put on that front to clean up your house, to arrange everything nicely because you are always presenting the side of you that you are most proud of. You will never live for another person's expectations only to be unsure if it will be met or not. I feel like when you prioritize your own standards and you keep yourself accountable, you will never worry about the affirmation of others. Speaking of universal truths, there's this quote that I recently saw from a movie. I think it's from one of those movies where there's a lot of gunfire and smoke and all the good-looking white people who never seem to die. It was one of those action movies. The quote was, You don't drown by falling into the river. You drown by staying submerged. I feel like universal truths like that, they seem very obvious when you read it. But sometimes when you are in the moment with your own skin in the game, it's very hard to make the connection and to apply these principles that you know but you are just too emotionally invested in the moment to detach yourself from it and to be objective about it. I think it kind of ties in with uh, this concept that I read recently on Instagram, a post by this guy called Chris Do or Chris Doe. If I didn't remember wrongly, he was talking about connecting the dots. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backwards. The dots are actually all of the little decisions and experiences that you make and accumulate along the way. And I feel like it's the same with all these universal truths. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I think it is just that much easier to look back after the fact. And that's where we actually learn and be a little bit more equipped to identify similar situations in the future. The elections in America was interesting to watch. Technically, everything going on in there in the past year has been nothing short of um, interesting, for lack of a better word. I think people everywhere are taking the virus for granted again. Some complain about having to wear masks, and then you have the others who complain about those who are not wearing masks. But in general, I'm not too bothered by it. I'm just wearing my own mask and letting natural selection do its job. I think 2020 has been a tough year for everyone. Financially and emotionally. Physically, not so much for me, at least, because I don't exercise much. I can't say the same for my arteries and other body organs. They've been working extra hard, especially in the past two months, You know, processing all the junk food that I've been choosing to eat and compensating for the exercise that I've put on hold. But here's the thing, I don't complain about getting fat, and I'm proud of myself for that. Not for getting fat, but for not complaining about it. A lot of people complain about getting fat. There's a million reasons why someone is fat, but most of them are just excuses. 98% of those I'm fat cases boils down to the decisions that people make and what they choose to prioritize. For me, when we started prepping for the renovation at home, I chose to prioritize the errands that I had to run and helping my family with the logistics and stuff. I chose to prioritize the easy, convenient food over a proper diet. I chose to prioritise sleep over exercising early in the morning. I chose my ice cream after dinner more often than I usually do. So I got fat not because it's in my genes. I got fat because I made bad decisions and chose the cup life, and I fully accept the consequences. You can't have ice cream soup all the time and not have to upsize your pants. I mean, if it's a medical condition that makes you fat, I will give you a pass. You know, but to most of the other fatties who are just lazy and make bad lifestyle choices, I don't feel sorry for you. Either you choose to be conscious about what goes in and out of your body, or just learn to accept the way you are. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. What's wrong is making bad decisions and then blaming everybody and everything but yourself for having to wear for pants what other people use as curtains. Looking back on 2020 so far, it's been a year of testing my faith, my faith in the universe, my faith in myself and my abilities, my faith in the theory of hard work and in karma, and my faith in people. I have my up and down days. Some days I get anxious and frustrated because it feels like I'm not moving much in terms of my career and I feel like I'm just treading water. But on the macro level, I really am doing so much better than I deserve. You know, somewhere out there, someone is worrying about their grandfather who caught COVID. I'm not worried because my my grandpa's not around anymore. But well, okay, in all seriousness, someone got laid off and is worrying about putting food on the table for their family of six. I'm worried about what I should order on food. Someone is stuck at home with five siblings all doing home-based learning at the same time on their phones and tablets. I'm getting uncomfortable because I currently can't fit a second computer monitor in my rental house to watch YouTube while I attempt to work. Someone is out there working multiple part-time jobs to cover expenses at home. I am fortunate enough that my freelance jobs that got put on hold has allowed me free time to work on my skills and personal growth. So here's the thing. Everyone has their own set of problems. But for the most part, when we take a step back and take a look at the bigger picture more objectively, chances are the things that we deem as problems more often than not are just simply minor inconveniences. When shit hit the fan earlier this year and everything was put on hold, I told myself that I'd be very happy if I could break even for the year, financially and, you know, emotionally, to just survive. So far, I seem to be on track, so I'm very thankful for that. The other day when I was heading out, this weird man came up to me asking for $2. He looked a little bit off, like the stressed out, molly crazy looking, weird vibe that type. Imagine the sarcastic Spongebob meme uh, in that kind of tone, right? That guy was babbling something like, uh, do you have two dollars? Uh? I need to get to my job. I I miss the bus. I uh, got no bus. If not, uh, or uh, I get fired. You know. Uh, I need money, but I got no money. Uh, he basically told me something like that, and also in that tone. I'm not trying to make fun of him, even though that's what I usually do. But it was basically a string of like incoherent, coherent sentences. So because I'm Chinese, I'm very scared of getting bluffed by people like that, even if it's just two dollars. So in the moment of panic, I told him I don't have any money while I was fanning myself in the crazy Singapore humid weather with a bunch of uh, spare $50 notes that I had, you know, just lying around. I'm not trying to advertise myself as a cold, unempathic person but I'm just curious what other people would do in a situation like that. Because the environment that I grew up in, I was conditioned to be wary of two things. One is crazy people and two is people who ask for money. So. Now when I get served a combination of the two-in-one, I get very flustered and I honestly just don't know how to react. My natural instinct is to just say nope and uh, get the fuck out ASAP. So yeah, if anyone has any experiences on how they would deal with people and situations like that, I would really love to know. Please, please tell me. I think that about sums it up for what I've been going through the past couple of months. I know my uploads have not been regular at all, and uh, I'm not sorry. I have my own shit to deal with, and I just want to let you all know that I'm actively dealing with my shit on a daily basis. I genuinely hope everyone out there is doing okay. I hope you all are making the best out of this entire year, no matter how crappy it seems to be. I'm not sure about you, but my ears are already bleeding from hearing my own voice for so long. I'm not sure how long this episode will be, but like I said, it's a quick catch-up session. If you're still listening, thanks for sticking around. I hope you all continue to stay safe and sane. Thanks for following along as I constantly experiment with my formats and content. We'll talk again in another episode. I mean, I will talk and you will listen. Thank you. Take care and have a good life. God bless. Hello my friends and thank you for hanging around. It really means a lot to me when someone takes time out of his or her day to listen to someone unqualified like me share about his life. I hope I've been able to add some value to your life with this podcast even if it's to help you realize not to live a life like me. I am more than happy to make a difference in someone else's life at the expense of my happiness and reputation. Anyway please share this podcast with your friends if you haven't already. If you liked it, share. If you don't like it, Also share and tell people not to listen. You should be a good friend and warn your friends. You can also hop on over to Spotify or Anchor and leave me a review. Hopefully a good one if you have time. Also, if you are interested in memes and cats and the occasional update of my life in a visual form, I'm on Instagram at L-E-K-Z-H-I-Y-A-N-G. If you're blind, your best bet will still be this podcast. So just stay here. Uh, Vice versa for the deaf. Again, I just want to say I really appreciate you. I don't usually mean what I say, but I mean it this time. Thank you and take care.